0: Greetings, my peeps, and welcome to the Fantasy Football Hangout with your boy GD. In this episode, I'll be recapping Thursday night's action between the Panthers and the Texans. And also, I'll be giving you my week three value picks for each position in your streaming defenses as well. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Okay, guys, so let's talk Thursday night football. We saw the Carolina Panthers go into Houston to face the Texans and beat them soundly 24-9. to um, If you guys, if you had the Carolina defense for that game, you're probably looking good right now. Um, which I kind of figured. I kind of figured that defense, actually Carolina's defense... Uh, they, they they had some uh, good opponents to face thus far and played well. So, um, yeah, so this defense uh, really showed up. Uh, Davis Mills had a hard time the whole game. So uh, Sam Darno still in his metam- metamorphosis as far as a uh, quarterback, at least a serviceable quarterback thus far. He's been that and then some he went um 34 passes tw- uh 23 completions so with 304 yards he didn't throw a touchdown pass but what he did was eight rushes for 11 yards with two touchdowns so anyone who had uh McCafferty, actually i'll get to him in a minute but you would like to see McCafferty get one of those at least but what can you do uh and he was sacked 3 times so Sam Darnold's playing well he's playing well he's um managing to spread the ball around which is good um he's on the way up and I had a feeling before the season put this kid in a a solid offense and Look at him go, and he's played well. I have to give it to him. So, as far as the running backs go, bad news for those with shares in Christian McCaffrey. He uh, injured his hamstring in this game. Uh, Actually, no one touched him when it happens, which is even more scary. Seven rushes for 31 yards, and he did catch two passes for nine yards. So, not a great day. Um, Only played up until the to the first half so right now the clamor is for Chuba Hubbard and rightfully so he's the RB2 over there so he'll now get opportunity there is the 10 days off but I don't think um, McCafferty will heal in time he probably will miss a few weeks with that hamstring so fire up Chuba Hubbard who is in the game, 11 rushes for 52 yards, so it looks like he's pretty apt um, back there, so uh, no worries there. Three catches for 27 yards, and that's on five targets. So, this kid, when he has to replace uh, McCafferty, looks like he's giving you McCafferty-type numbers here. So, um, he's involved in the running game and in the passing game, which you like to see. So, um, yeah, so... He's going to be the hot, uh, waiver wire choice and rightfully so at least for the next few weeks. So, um, if you got room for him, uh, yeah, why not bring him aboard? So, um, you're going to get good volume and, uh, seems like good production there. In terms of the wide receivers, DJ Moore, he's the de facto wide receiver one in that room, uh, I don't think I'm telling any tales out of school here, um, eight catches, 126 yards, and that's on 12 targets, he's getting the volume, plenty of volume here, um, the kid Terrence Morris Jr., four catches, 48 yards, and that's on five targets, the big mystery here is Robbie Anderson, they haven't been able to get him going really in these these first three games, um. In this game, he only had one catch for eight yards, and that's on two targets. Over these next ten days, they're going to have to figure out how to incorporate him into this offense. I mean, the team is playing well. They're they're, they're undefeated thus far, but um, they're going to have to figure a way to get him involved in this pass game. Um, I'm trusting that the, the staff over there figures that out. They got ten days to do it, so... Um, Hopefully, he, he could get off the schneid over there. And then, as far as the tight ends, you're not getting too much going on there. Dan Arnold is the tight end one there. He saw four targets, two catches, and 23 yards. And Tommy Tr- uh Trimble, the backup tight end, he had one catch for 30 yards. So, again, Sam, La- Sam Darnold is spreading the love around um he's playing well didn't have the any touchdown passes which you know um if you if you're in like a two quarterback league and you start him you kind of wonder about that but he had solid numbers across the board thankfully he had the two rushing touchdowns so um so good and bad news as far as carolina goes but uh they look like a solid nfl offense this year so um Make no mistake about that. In terms of Houston, uh, pretty much bad news all around <laughs> except on one front. Davis Mills, um, the guy who's going to be starting while Tyrod Taylor is on the sideline. A lot of noise has been made. Why not call up Cam New- uh, Cam Newton to back up uh, Mills? Uh, I, I understand that. I get that. And you got 10 days here to evaluate what you have in Davis Mills. So um, Sam, uh, Cam Newton's by the phone, guys, if you want to dial him up uh, um, and kind of resurrect this offense a bit. Um, but Davis, Davis Mills, 28 pass attempts, 19 completions, only 168 yards. But he did... He did at least have a touchdown. Um, it seems so. Uh, yeah. So. So all in all, um, not good. <laughs> I think that's putting it mildly. So um, we'll see. We'll see uh, what happens within these next ten days. The running back room that was a mess. They couldn't get going against this Carolina defense. Mark Ingram, uh six rushes, twenty-one yards. He had one pass catch uh, for minus one yard, so no traction there. David Johnson only two rushes for eleven yards. And then uh Philip Lindsay, seven rushes, five yards ouch. And then looking towards the um the receivers, uh Brandon Cooks, guys um, seem like no matter who you put in there uh, at the quarterback position, they're looking for Brandon Cooks. They have eyes for him. He saw 11 targets, high volume there, 9 catches, 112 yards. He even had a rush for 5 yards because they were trying to get the the run game going. So Brandon Cooks seems like he's a must-play every week. He's a wide receiver, too. Even in that horrendous offense, he's a wide receiver, too. So uh, that's good to see if you have shares in Cooks. Uh, Anthony Miller, um, I even realized he was on this team. Um, Coming from the Bears, uh, four catches, 20 yards, and that's on six targets. So it's often that you see a backup come in, and they have eyes for, like, the third and fourth receivers, and that's that's what you see here with – anthony miller's production so and then uh we had a rex Burke burkhead sighting <laughs> one one catch for five yards so rex burkhead is more of a, uh, a receiving running back so um that that's where you'll see the most action for him he won't get the carries um that you'll see from from those other three guys so what can you do there jordan akins uh Somewhat serviceable tight end, too, if you, you have shares in him. Um, five targets, four catches for 32 yards. So you just got to hope if you have um, shares in him and um, with the bye weeks coming up that uh, he'll get a game where he can sneak into the end zone for a touchdown. But that remains to be seen with this offense. So. So coming up for Carolina, they have to go to Dallas, so that's a tall task right there for that defense. So that should be an interesting game there. And for Houston, um more bad news for them. They got to go to Buffalo. So uh, um, so if you have if anyone out there have Buffalo defense you're probably licking your chops waiting for that matchup uh against that offense over there. So so, guys, that's pretty much the wrap-up as far as Thursday night goes. So, uh, just got to brace yourself coming out of this. Chuba Hubbard, the hot waiver wire commodity there. Um, trouble with Robbie Anderson. Got to figure that out in the next 10 days. And Brandon Cooks is playable no matter who the quarterback is. All right, guys, so that's the wrap-up for the Thursday night. For Thursday night's action in the NFL. All right, guys. So we're going to go through the week three value picks. These are my picks that um, you could definitely use in FanDuel and DraftKings and also for your fantasy teams. If you have a struggling player that's in the lineup and uh, you may want to move him out to put a better option in there. So, let's get into it, guys. Um, starting at the quarterback position, I got three for you, of course. Um, going first with Teddy Bridgewater facing the New York Giants. And they'll be hosting the New York... I mean, I'm sorry, New York Jets. And they'll be, they'll be hosting the New York Jets. Um, Teddy Bridgewater, who's been playing well the first two games he's playing against a vulnerable jet defense um but look even without um, losing jerry judy which he did in the first week of the season he uh this past game has been on fire and teddy bridgewater uh like i mentioned um every so often teddy bridgewater is a guy who He's not going to put the ball in harm's way. He's going to play within himself. He's not going to go beyond that. And that's exactly what he's doing in this offense. Four touchdown passes, no interceptions. So he's going to be safe with the ball. um, And he's definitely a safe play here against that Jet defense. So fire up Teddy Bridgewater for um, week three uh, value pick here. Um, Going with next... Ryan Tannehill versus Indiana, the in Indianapolis Colts. Um, Ryan Tannehill, um, he's played well, believe it or not. He's played well um, as far as throwing the ball. He's um, He's been pretty adept at that. And it's a whole game against a tortured uh, Indiana uh, secondary who has given up six uh, passing touchdowns in the first three games. I mean, first two games. So, um, definitely definitely vulnerable. Um, Tannehill last week saw great success with Julio Jones, who I thought would take a while, but um, seemed like they clicked, especially last week. So, um, against uh, Seattle, in fact. And um, the only thing is as well as Tannehill is throwing the ball he only has one touchdown pass in the first two games and we saw last week uh derrick henry explode for the 182 yards but uh Tannehill, i think this is a week where he gets to shine he'll throw a few touchdown passes and um I understand last week, A.J. Brown kind of laid the egg, but I think this is a week where he gets off the schneid and um, he he gets some action here. So um, Ryan Tannehill, I'm seeing definitely getting a, a few touchdown passes in this game. So fire up Tannehill against the Colts in week three. And then finally, Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins on the low is playing very well, man. Um, he has a home game against a struggling Seattle secondary who got torched last week by Ryan Tannehill, although they they uh, kept him at bay as far as the end zone goes. But um, that's that Seattle uh, secondary is struggling as well. So Kirk Cousins hosting. Hosting the Seahawks in what I think will be a high scoring game, actually. So um and he threw for last week, threw for three hundred and forty seven yards with no touchdowns. So I think Kirk Cousins is due. Um and you also have the situation with Dalvin Cook, uh, where he's uh up to now he's questionable for that game. So he'll be a game time decisions. Um if that's the case, they'll go with Alexander Madison. Um, and Madison is not a guy that you really uh, get involved in the pass game. Um, he doesn't really catch passes out the backfield like uh, Dalvin does. So in that case, I definitely see Kirk Cousins um, getting his uh, wide receivers into the end zone. So um, definitely fire up Kirk Cousins. Uh, against Seattle Seahawks in Week Three, so those are my three choices there. Um, Wide receiver. Um, while we're on the subject of uh, uh, Bridgewater, um, let's go with Cortland Sutton versus the New York Giants. Uh, Cortland Sutton fully recovered from the uh, from the eight torn ACL from last year um, he has emerged as the wide receiver one over there and make no mistakes about it and really has stepped up in the absence of Jerry Judy um, he could be in for a big one here guys um, again, again against a struggling um, a vulnerable Jets uh, secondary and defense so uh, and this will make a nice cheap stack too Bridge Bridgewater and Sutton. So, um, if you want to go cheap, cheap on the, uh, stack here, that's a nice little stack to do. This way you can, uh, put in some, uh, premier players around them, uh, for your fan duel or your DraftKings lineup. So, um, Cortland Sutton versus the New York Jets. Kenny Galladay versus Atlanta, um. I understand, I get it. He's um he's questionable for this game, but I'm using the squeaky wheel theory here. Um he got into it on the sideline with um uh, Jason Garrett last week, the offensive coordinator. Um it's more passion than anything else. He wants to be involved in the offense. He had three catches, but it was on eight targets, so a lot of misfiring between him and and Daniel Jones I think this week they'll kind of clean that up and they're facing uh they're hosting the Atlanta Falcons who um yeah they they've they've been uh a tortured um uh, uh defense thus far last week Tom Brady uh ripped them to shreds so um not saying that Daniel Jones is a uh <laughs> a Tom Brady by any stretch but he'll have some success uh, against that um secondary. So um he has had and Galladay has had fourteen targets in the first two games. So it's not like he's not getting the volume. He's getting the volume, guys. It's just a matter of him and Jones connecting. So um kind of a sneaky one here. Um again watch watch um because he's questionable right now. So just watch for that. But I think if he's if he's um you know uh red raring to go in this one, definitely fire up Kenny Galladay against the Atlanta Falcons. And then my final one, Marvin Jones um this week facing uh the Arizona Cardinals. Um he too is the number one wide receiver in that room over there, uh above uh DJ Shark, above Chenault as well. So um he's the one that when times are hard, uh Trevor Lawrence is looking towards him. So he leans on him. And he's gonna need him because I think this is gonna be a shootout between uh the Cardinals and um the Cardinals in uh Jacksonville here. So Marvin Jones has been getting the targets, 20 targets in the first two games, 11 receptions, two touchdowns. So um, Marvin Jones, who uh, last year with Detroit Lions, over here with the Jaguars doing his thing. So fire up Marvin Jones Jr. against the Arizona Cardinals. And they're hosting the Cardinals, by the way. So those are my three uh, value picks at the wide receiver. Let's go to running back. And these are three three running backs who haven't got off to the great start, but week three presents golden opportunities for each three of these. And two of them is kind of do or die situations. So um, first one, Najee Harris versus Cincinnati Cincinnati comes into this game, that defense, giving up the fourth most yards to running backs, Um, and Najee is getting the touches, he is getting the touches, so um, 32 touches for him in the first two games, he only has a receiving touchdown, so he has yet to get his first rushing touchdown in the NFL, so I think this week is the week that he finds the end zone. With Big Ben ailing with that pictorial injury, I think they kind of lean on the kid and let him run the ball and see what he can do against that defense. But I think this is the week where you're like, yeah, this is why I drafted this kid for. So um, Najee Harris um, hosting the Bengals and uh, fire him up for this game. And this might be one of the last opportunities you get him this cheap. So, uh, Najee Harris versus the Bengals. Next up, Mike Davis at the New York Giants. Um, this is a do-or-die game for him, guys. Um, we saw last week Cordero Patterson getting the looks, the rushes, getting um, the receiving yards as well. So, yeah. Um, This this is a do or die situation for Mike Davis. Um, They gave him, they named him the RB one over there. You didn't see much competition behind him, although they did end up adding Wayne Gelman. He was a roster cut, and they added him. So, um, yeah. So Mike Davis, this is do or die for him um, in this situation. So, and then remember too. The Giants have been torched in the past two weeks, first by uh, Melvin Gordon third, and then J.D. McKissick last week. Um, got them pretty good too. So, um, and thing is, Mike Davis is getting the touches. Thirty-four touches in the first two first two games. Um, Twenty-four rushes, ten um, ten targets. Um. 24 rushes and 10 uh, receiving targets so he's definitely getting the volume guys so uh i think this week you fire him up and you just hope that um against this giant defense he's able to get some sledding there and is able to have a Fine game for you for your fantasy squad or for you if you uh, go the route of DraftKings or FanDuel. So Mike Davis at the New York Giants for the Falcons. And then lastly, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire versus the L.A. Chargers. Another do or die situation here. And this is this one is the most mind boggling to me. He is the de facto RB1 over there. Make no mistake about that. Um, He's seeing the touches as well. Uh, The the Chargers defense has been generous to uh, running backs the first two games. Um, We saw last week what backup Tony Pollard did to that defense, Um, as well as Ezekiel Elliott. He had a great game as well. So this Charger defense is vulnerable. So, and look, he's getting the touches, 30 30 touches he's getting. He's getting um, 27 rushes, only thing three receiving targets. So, he's not much of a threat as far as that goes. I think that needs to change. So, um, I I think this is the last-ditch effort. Um, If you don't see the production here, I understand. I get it. Uh, Pat Mahomes is going to throw it all over the yard. Um, but last week they did kind of hold Dak Prescott in check not to compare the two, but, um, perhaps, perhaps this secondary will be kind of stingy as well. And this opens up for, uh, um, uh, CEH to really, uh, have a nice game. So fire him up definitely for your your fan dueling your DraftKings, but um, those with shares in him, uh, you got to go for it this week. Uh, I don't think he'll see a better matchup than what he'll see this week. So, Clyde it was Hilaire versus the Chargers, hosting the Chargers this week in week three. So, that's the uh, running backs. Now for your tight ends. Um, going with. Tyler Higbee versus the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They're hosting them. Um, this could be the week guys. Everybody's been talking about it, uh, on IG. They've been talking about it. Um, this could be the week that, uh, Tyler Higbee emerges as that put putting up, uh, tight end one type numbers in this game. And they're going to need them. They're going to need them, uh, against this high powered Tampa Bay offense. Um, and the, and the caveat is the bucks defense has been generous to um tight ends um in fact tight ends average against them 76 yards per game um and eight receptions per game so um yeah so it's it's all there for higby if he's he's ready to do it and again they're going to need all hands on deck against tom brady and that offense over there so Definitely go ahead. It, it, this is a dice roll, but uh, this could pay off for you. So Tyler Higbee, fire him up for week three against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, Kyle Pitts at the New York Giants. We saw last week a glimpse of what this kid can do and all what the clamor was for him. I think this week he... Um, he really gets on track. He he did so last week, actually against Tampa Bay. So um, the Giants' defense has uh, allowed guys like Logan Thomas and Noah Font to have uh, some catches there. In fact, uh, each of them had at least at least five catches against the Giants' defense. So um, Kyle Pitts, um, I think he's someone that. Matt Ryan's is starting to feel comfortable with. Um, and when you do this, this kind of opens things up for Ridley as well. And then also Mike Davis, who I just spoke about the running back. So Kyle Pitts, fire him up at the New York giants in week three. And then lastly, Jared cook at Kansas city. And this is kind of the same principle as Higby. Um, he could see a lot more volume in what could be a high scoring affair here. Um, and also Kansas City has given up the second most yards to tight ends. So Jared Cook, this might this might be it, guys. Um one of your opportunities to start him. He's normally a tight end too, but he could give you tight end one type numbers this week. So fire him up against the Kansas City Chiefs at Kansas City. And then lastly, so those are your tight ends. Then lastly, your streaming defenses that you can use again in uh, DraftKings or FanDuel. Or if you think the defense you have already has a tough matchup, maybe you could sub in one of these defenses. Um, go first with the Cleve- Cleveland Browns going up against the Chicago Bears. Um, This will be Justin Fields' first start, first pro start as a rookie. So it'll be some jittery, um, some jitteriness uh, that he'll have Uh, and could be kind of anxious and make mistakes. So uh, Cleveland Browns definitely can take advantage of that. So um, fire up the Browns. Um, as a streaming defense going up against the Bears, who, again, they'll be hosting. So uh, the Browns will. Um, Las Vegas Raiders against the Miami Dolphins. They'll be hosting the Miami Dolphins. Uh, They're facing the Miami team that just (laughs) laid an egg last week uh, um, against Buffalo, scored no points. Um, so that's a struggling offense there, especially without Tua, who had uh the coming came out of that game with the rib injury. So he's gonna be, um, you know, he'll it'll be a problem for that offense over there. Joby Jacoby Brissett is getting the start, um, but you know, uh, we've we've seen his work so, uh. The good news is they do get Will Fuller back this week. Uh, I don't know how much of a difference they'll make, but... um, And the Raiders have been hot, man. They've been a hot team coming out the gate so far. So, fire up the Raiders against the Dolphins in Week 3. And then finally, uh, Arizona at Jacksonville. Um, I I know I said earlier it's kind of a contradiction. Um, This is going to be a high-scoring game, but... Trevor Lawrence is prone to making mistakes. He already has 5 interceptions in his first 2 games, so um so they'll he'll definitely have to keep keep his team in the mix in this game. So he'll have to throw it um it so this gives this gives the Arizona defense a chance and they can get after the quarterback. So um yeah, so I would definitely say Uh, Arizona, if they're somewhere on the waiver wire, because it's possible they're starting to be picked up now, um, definitely grab them for this contest. So, Arizona at Jacksonville, a streaming defense you can go with. So, alright guys, so that is my value picks for week three. Um, it gets underway uh, on Sunday, guys. Week three already in the NFL. So, um, Buckle up and get ready, guys. Uh, football season is officially underway. So, my peeps, if you enjoy what you're listening to, you can like and subscribe to me on all the major podcast platforms. You can also follow me on my Facebook group, GD That Sports Dude. You can also follow me on instagram and tiktok at gd that sports dude and on twitter i'm there under gd that sport dude you can also write to me at that sports dude gd at gmail.com you can also hit my zell at that same email address to support this podcast and again i value and appreciate you listening to the podcast